Let's visit the 90s all over again. Put on those hammer pants. This is Dope Nostalgia. Welcome to Dope Nostalgia, and this is episode 151 with me, Naomi. I'm your host. We are going to talk to an awesome R&B vocal group called 4PM, who had a massive hit with the cover of Sukiyaki back in the 90s. These are some of the nicest guys I've ever talked to. They were just absolute sweethearts. So I'm very excited to share what's coming up for them with you guys. And I hope you enjoy this episode. And here's a little information about 4 p.m. Wikipedia Moment. Please bear in mind that Wikipedia is not to be taken as actual 100% fact. Any donkey could edit it at any time. If I'm reading you the artist's bio, that stuff is real truth. 4 p.m. was an American male R&B group best known for their cover version of Sukiyaki, which peaked at number eight on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 in February 95. 4PM is an acronym meaning for positive music, meaning the band's music would not contain explicit lyrics, does not promote violence, and does not degrade women. The band has toured worldwide and remains popular, most notably in Japan. The group was started in 1991 in the suburbs of Baltimore, Maryland by brothers Roberto Pena Jr., and Ray Penna with Larry McFarland and Maritz Ware. They were originally known as For Real, IV Real, as in the Roman numerals, and they played local talent shows. After a 1994 performance at a record release party, they were signed by Next Plateau Records and moved to New York City. Their debut album, Now's the Time, which peaked at 96 on the Billboard Top R&B Hip Hop Albums chart, included the cover version of Kyu Sakamoto's 1960s hit, Sukiyaki. The group's version of Sukiyaki peaked at number eight and was certified gold in 1995. It also reached the top five in Australia and New Zealand. Now's the time earned gold status in Canada and Japan and went platinum in Australia. Their second album, 1997's A Light in the Dark, didn't quite chart as well, but did include the minor hit, I Gave You Everything, which peaked at 67 on Billboard's Hot R&B Hip Hop Singles and Tracks chart. After a brief hiatus, the group, minus Maritz Ware, regrouped and started Penna Brothers Productions. In 2000, they released a third album, For Positive Music, a mix of pop, R&B, hip hop, and Latin music on their own 4PM label. In 2001, they released a fourth album, Sweet Soul, on the Japanese Pony Cannon label. And in 2008, they released Tracks for the Mass Movement. Want to know what they're up to now? Well, we're about to find out. Let's welcome the members of 4PM to Dope Nostalgia. Oh, it's so good to have you all here. How you doing? doing? Excellent. Thank you, gentlemen. I'm Naomi from Canada. Hi, Naomi. Hi, Naomi from Canada. How are you? I'm Ray. Hi, Ray. I'm Larry. And I'm Larry. <laughs> Can you repeat the last one? Sorry. Roberto. Robert. Roberto. Yeah. Fantastic. 4 p.m. Welcome to Dope Nostalgia. Thank you. I'm digging the official 4 p.m. shirt. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. 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 
<laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get you one. <laughs> oh, I would love one. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is a podcast where we talk with artists who had big things happen in the nineties and then see what they're doing now today as well. Cause we want right, to make sure right. that uh, we keep things current as well as a little bit of reminiscing. Where are you based out of nowadays? <clears throat> well, uh, we all started off the group in, in a, uh, right outside of Baltimore, Maryland. Yes. So that's when, that's where we originated. That's where we were all living back in the nineties and Ray and I are brothers. So we would spend time at either Ray's house, my house, Larry's house, rehearsing every day. Uh, we used to do a lot of acapella. And that's how the group started. We did a lot of a lot of uh, talent shows. And one of those talent shows, one of those uh, performances led us to our record deal with Next Plateau and Sukiyaki and Ancient History. <laughs> so, so, but right now, to answer your question, I'm, I'm residing in South New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, Larry's in, in, in both, both Larry and, and Roberto in Maryland. Mm -hmm. Larry's in kind of northern Maryland. Bobby's over here by the beach. Eastern uh, Shore. He's Eastern, living in Eastern. Yeah. <laughs> We're actually about in Roberto's home right now as we speak. So. But that's very close, right? South Jersey and, and Baltimore are pretty close yeah. together. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Awesome. I think it's very important to note to our listeners, too, that your music contains positive messages for positive music yes. and as your wiki was saying it's very important that you have never degraded women in your songs you try to that's keep cool. things light and and happy and i think that's yeah. great yeah well you know we, we the three of us have been husbands for a long time <laughs> uh with fathers to daughters you know and we have mothers you know so the idea of degrading a woman in in, in our music just really just, doesn't just, fit well with our, our morals and values at all i mean mm -hmm. uh, not that we would do it anyway right but um you know we we thought it important not to to go down that route you know it's true Amen. yeah we got a lot of support from our families especially our mothers and and aunts and you know our daughters especially and we couldn't even imagine putting out music and then saying hey look at the you know look at the new record we just produced you know and having to listen to it and like really that came yeah. out of you guys' mouths, you right. know. So my mother's German. She would beat me upside the head. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't having it. <laughs> Tell oh. me about your experiences with Japan. Now, that's one of my bucket list places. I have to visit one day. And but the country of Japan has a huge love for you guys. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. the, the experience started with our very first single. You know, we, we recorded a song called Sukiyaki, as you know, and uh, it opened up international doors. But one of the first countries to receive us with open arms was Japan because the song has a much longer history than the group 4PM. It dates mm -hmm. back to 1963. It was originally recorded by a Japanese artist by the name of Sakamoto Q. Uh, and I, I, if, if I can compare him, they say he's kind of like the Elvis Presley of Japan. Oh, wow. Uh, he, he, died, he died tragically in a plane crash and... and and has always been not only a living legend, but a legend uh, altogether. And so as soon as we released that song, Japan said, wow, you know, I mean, you pay tribute to Sakamoto Q. We love it. Let's, you know, and I think we probably traveled there over 30 times, maybe yeah, over 30 times in 10 years. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, it's just Ooh. been like a second home <laughs> in a way. Uh, and in fact, one of the one of the songs that we were recording for our uh, upcoming uh, LP, 
which will be out sometime uh, early part of 23. Uh, we, we got a song that's kind of an ode to Japan. It has some Japanese sort of in, in, inflections and, yeah, and nuances like, yeah. and instruments uh, just to oh, kind of wow. say, just to kind of yeah. say thank you to Japan for being so sweet to us, you know. That's awesome. Have yeah. you spent, so you've spent obviously a lot of time there. Yes. Do you have some favorite things you like to do when you're in Japan? Oh man, probably, probably shopping. I was gonna say shopping. Yeah. <laughs> probably shopping. Yeah. I think I think uh, different different things. The fashion over there is way ahead of its time. The technology is way ahead of its time. Yeah. I mean, we were we were there at the very beginning of our career, and after every performance, we would stay back and and sign autographs and take pictures with the fans, mm-hmm. and. You, you should have seen our faces the very first time a young lady came and says, can I get a picture? And instead of pulling out a Polaroid, she just flipped her phone and said, click. And it wasn't until maybe three, four years later until the U.S. started you know, introducing the camera phones. We were just like, yeah. wow. <laughs> yeah. We were like, is this Star Trek? What's going yeah. on? <laughs> yeah, we were, we were really amazed. With, with She just took a picture with her phone. Are you kidding me? <laughs> right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I can imagine seeing that for the first time. I just I have memories of seeing the first digital camera I ever saw. And yeah. Like I'm like, it's right there. The photo is you don't have to wait for it to get developed. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Wow. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yes. <laughs> I think we 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 aged ourselves, aren't we? <laughs> I've accepted it. It's okay. Right. Well, so so have we. So have we. <laughs> it's all because of you. I'm feeling sad and blue You went away Now my life is just a rainy day And I love you so How much you'll never know You gone away and left me lonely Untouchable memories Seem to keep haunting me Another love so true That once turned all my gray skies blue But you disappeared Now my eyes are filled with tears And I'm wishing you were here with me Soaked with love All my thoughts of you Now that you're gone I just don't know After Sukiyaki, how did things change for you as a band after the big hit? What did you do next? Oh boy, yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, yeah, Su- Sukiyaki was a hit, and we got to travel the world. We, you know, we toured in Canada, of course, Australia, uh, Japan, China, the Philippines, Singapore, Malaysia, Australia, Australia. Indonesia. yeah, Indonesia. Australia. We traveled the world. <laughs> Unfortunately, what happened for us is while the hit was taking us to all these foreign places, we started coming down in the charts in the U.S. Right. 
So, but the record company decided, you know, while the going is hot, you know, just stay out there. Right. When we got back to the States to try to say, okay, now let's, let's get the U.S. on this party ride. We had already started coming, coming down the charts and, 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 you know, the audiences were like, all right, well, who are they? <laughs> so we went in, recorded the second album, recorded it. We renegotiated our contract for better, better terms. We had great songs on the second album, but then the relationship between our record companies kind of failed. And we got lost into in that contractual shuffle. You know, shuffle. Mm -hmm. So we ended up, instead of being with the independent uh, company that we signed with and was really nurturing us, we went with the larger company that was not really in our corner as much. And we just kind of went by the wayside. So that's just how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> that's rough. Yeah. yeah rough it, was, it was pretty, pretty, uh, uh, humbling, you know, after having all those, you know, four-star hotels and limousines and yeah. and audiences, and then all of a sudden, okay, well, now what are we going to do? Yeah, it's hard. The U.S. market is not only hard to crack, but it's hard to maintain a foothold. And yeah. it's like you have to do it so quickly. It yes, is. it is. Yeah, we, well, uh, the, the the attention spans, I think. Of of Americans uh, are getting short and short. I think. <laughs> oh yeah, I think yeah, that's so. worldwide. Everything everything you have to capture yeah. in, instant attention. That's yeah, it. that's no, it. You're right. You're everything right. everything's been uh, measured now by TikTok, thirty second clips. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That yeah. is true. I was just uh, saying to someone the other day, I'm like. I wonder if it's in a songwriter's best interest to put the chorus always right at the beginning of the song nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Because there are a lot of songs that do that already. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, the standard length of songs now are like two and a half to three and a half minutes. Right. Whereas, you know, back in the day, you, 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 you always yeah. four, like four, four to four to six somewhere in there. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, a lot has changed. A lot has changed. But that's okay. Then you guys went on and created the Penna Brothers Productions, right? Yes, sure did. What happened with it? We, you know, as as you probably know, when once you're a lover of music, it, you just can't let that go. So you know, we we wanted to kind of keep a foothold in the business, and uh, we were fortunate enough to get a release from all of our contracts. So we got released from our major label, our production deal, our management deal, and it it freed us up to do our own thing. So naturally. There were a lot of groups, especially in that time, trying to go the independent route. And and so we got in the studio, wrote a bunch of songs, we packaged it. And we didn't know much about the business, right? But we, you know, we searched and Googled this and Googled that and found out, hey, we can actually go and get CDs packaged ourselves from through this company. And, you know, and so we just went through the process. We had a photo shoot done, you know, the whole nine yards and and uh and we put it out. It didn't really fare as well as we wanted it to, but the experience was worth its weight in gold, just being able to go through it, learn the ins and outs. And yeah. of course, we all know now that the music business has changed dramatically, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, there aren't too many people holding CDs anymore. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know what I mean? So now now we, we're getting, we're jumping back in this new game. and, and uh, But we're fortunate now to have a, a team who uh, they they have their, their, their intelligence, you know, glued to what's going on right now and and they understand the internet and and all the algorithms and and, and what's yeah. really popular music so <laughs> so we you know we're, we're fortunate this go round we're doing it independently now this time again 
but uh, but we were able to put a really nice distribution and and marketing team together to help us get this right. new music out that we're putting out. Oh, that's a blessing. I'm glad. Yeah. 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 We're excited. We're yeah, excited. definitely excited. So. Yeah. Hey, the bottom line is, if you're happy while you're doing it, that's what matters. And it sounds that like is. since you guys took control, yeah. it's probably brought you a lot more happiness in what you do. Oh, it did. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It was very stressful the first time around, <laughs> not knowing what was going on. We were just more like puppets. So, I think right now we're in that little limbo kind of time where we've recorded the first four tracks for the for the LP. We have the next four being produced, the music, waiting for a recording schedule to go in and do those songs. Uh, last week, we finished the photo shoot, you know, for all our publicity and, and social media content. Uh, on the 19th of November, we shoot the video for the first single. And our, re our tentative release date is December 16th for everything on all platforms. So awesome. now it's the waiting game, and that has us kind of like, oh man, <laughs> can it go any quicker? You know, yeah, the excitement and the anxiety while you exactly. wait. <laughs> Absolutely, exactly. Oh, Absolutely. well, um, what, who did you get to meet during the time that was a big influence on you? And did you get to learn anything from any of your idols in the music business? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. We we've had a few interesting experiences. We Larry and I were in in an elevator in Japan. I believe we were in an elevator, yeah, or maybe we were in, in in a lobby at the hotel somewhere. Yeah. We met Pebo Bryson. <laughs> nice. And, yeah. and, and and we spoke to him for a few minutes, and I think Larry asked him the question. So, what's the secret in keeping your voice, you know, fresh and and going this and that and the other? And I think his response was Lay's potato chips. You know. <laughs> 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 he, he actually had a bag of lays in his hand. Right, right, right. Yeah, I guess you. I guess you're telling. He said, truth. "You know, keeps the vocal cords nice and 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 coated, coated and yeah. greasy." The salt said, yeah. and the grease. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Needless to say, Larry's become a big lays man since then. <laughs> yeah, that corporation should be helping him out. Right, right. That's so, okay. So, you know, so we we got we got some pretty good advice from him and some other people. I think we met Tony Bennett. He gave us some some great words of advice one time. We mm -hmm. met Will Smith in an airport. He gave us some really good advice. So there's 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 been a, so a cool. of of big names that we come across and and had chance to share the stage with. In fact, we were at a a stylistics uh, concert. Yeah. Uh, in in Japan, I believe yeah. it was, and yeah. and they called us up on the stage, so we got a chance to sing with them on the stage, and that was just like a moment that, right. you know, somebody yeah. had to pinch me to let me know it was real because it was so surreal at the time. Yeah. So, um, another another big one was, <clears throat> uh, the group Taste of Honey actually yeah. did Sukiyaki prior to us doing it. Yeah, and one of the the. Actually, the surviving member of Taste of Honey was actually in Japan doing an intimate uh, jazz performance with her band. And the uh, the interpreters and the managers there, after we did our performance one night, they told us, get out of your you know suits and all that, get comfortable, we're going to take you guys out to eat. So we go to eat, they take us to this club, lo and behold, here's the original singer of Taste of Honey on stage. And we got to go on stage with her and perform. So that was that yeah. was amazing. That was nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a lot, lot of fun memories. Lot yeah. of fun memories. What a cool moment that would be. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We've, had, we've, we've been blessed and had some cool moments. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I love the energy that you guys put out. It's just, it makes me, it makes you feel good. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> you have a great energy yourself. Well, thanks. <laughs> Thank you very much. I see you like Prince because you got Purple Rain shirt on. Man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's definitely one of the legends right there. Yeah, he is. Gone too I'm, soon, right? Oh, 100%. Way too soon. So many legends we've lost. Yeah, we've lost a yeah. lot of good ones, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. I don't think I own a t-shirt that's not a music shirt. So <laughs> hey, good deal. Good deal. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Good deal. What if one of your album tracks would do you wish would have been a single? Oh, that's mm. a good question. Uh, you mean the old album from the old, from the old album, albums? Yeah. Wow. We had a we had a yeah. Living wow. a Lie was would have been a nice single. Yeah, Living a Lie would have been uh Living a Lie was on, I want to say our second album, the Light, the Light in the Dark, Dark album. Um, produced by a producer named Cliff Branch, and it was a beautiful song. Uh, we got a chance to get released as a single. I think it would have done well in that era, you know, that at that time. Um, Breaking My Heart, too. Breaking was My Heart was another good single. That's one, that's one yeah. we wrote. Yeah. yeah. That was a good um, one. Uh, what, uh, Where All the Words would have been a good one, too. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. a good one, too. That was a co-write between us and a good friend of ours and, and uh, never got released as a single. So there's a few. There's a few mm. that we wish would have would have would have came out, but you know, I mean, as life goes, you never know what's gonna happen, and so we yeah. we we never really, you know, we look back at our experience and and we try to appreciate like all the good that that it brought, you know, uh, it, the term accentuate the positive, not really focus on the negative kind of thing, and and I think it's brought us good fortune in our lives because we, you know. A lot of people don't know where we've been, what we've been doing, but we've had good lives. You know, we, we've had we've had the work, you know, go out there and make money and, and take care of our families and all that. But, you know, God has blessed us with good health throughout the, all these years and and, and, and uh, you know, loving families, you know, great friends, children, good friends, you know, uh, quality of life. Uh, Roberto and I have grandbabies already, you know. Um, Larry's yeah. not quite yet. I'm not there yet. <laughs> but, 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 you know, we, we, we've really been uh, very rich in, in, in terms of family, you know, in that, in that family unity. And so uh, I, I would say that uh, in terms of the fame and the success, although we never reached that level of fame that we wanted to, you know, we, we could look back now in our 50s and say, you know what, that's not really or, or would not have been the most important thing anyway. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think the most important thing we already had that, and we've been able to see that grow and flourish over the years. It's been beautiful. You know, yeah, we we just enjoy yeah. the fans. I mean, you know, yeah, we had, we had the opportunity to meet a lot of people around the world, and oh, that yeah. that was great in itself. So, and those fans will appreciate all the songs, all the tracks on those albums too, which is really nice when people come up to you probably and tell yeah. you which songs mean something to them. Yeah, you know, it's funny because like songs that we never really paid a whole lot of attention to. We get that a lot. A fan will say, yeah. my favorite song is so-and-so. We're like, wow, like, you know, <laughs> never heard that one. You know what I mean? That was like the last track on the album. We didn't even, <laughs> you know, it was, it was like the afterthought, right? We need yeah. extra. Let's throw that on there. Um, but uh, it, it, you're right about that. It, 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 everybody's so unique and individual in, in terms of their taste and style. It really helps you to understand how diversified we are as people. You know, everybody has different tastes, you know, so... Um, the fact that 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 we had so many different styles of songs uh, was kind of nice because we you know we kind of cater to everyone in that sense, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, girl. Sometimes it's just so hard to find the words to say. 
Nostalgia listeners, I love you and I thank you so much for being a part of this show and its success over the last two years. We have what's called Patreon for those who want to support the show financially. For as little as $1 a month, you can become a subscriber and get bonus content, early podcast release, all kinds of cool behind the scenes stuff, and more. There's different tiers of membership starting at only $1 a month. And we even have some special merch for you guys who are in it for the long run. So, please, join our Patreon. It's at www.patreon.com forward slash dope nostalgia. Let's Watch Something is a casual movie review podcast starring Anthony. And Jack! Everyone loves hearing industry professionals talking about their craft. That's not us. We're just a couple of movie lovers. A couple of nerds. Talking about movies. So, come join us on Let's Watch Something. With Anthony and Jack. Anchor.fm slash LWS. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's watch something. Let's watch something. Let's watch something. Let's watch something. She was coming home to the jungle and to their wild, untamed love for butter. Cut down by cholesterol. Until... Darling, look what I've brought back. I can't believe it's not butter. It's the premier spread flavored with real sweet cream buttermilk for a fresh butter taste but without the cholesterol. How civilized. I can't believe it's not butter. The taste you love without the cholesterol. And I, I noticed like image-wise too, you guys always look so slick and so stylish. Oh, like, wow. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's whoa, really cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> did you guys always choose your own outfits for shoots and such, or did the record label have to put in stylists? How did it work yeah, for you? The record company kind of had all all control of the looks and all that stuff. Yeah. But um, overall, we look back and say, "Wow, did we actually wear that on the album cover?" <laughs> like we had on the we had on the military style coats with boots and pocket watches. Oh. But I mean, I, I love I, that. I thought yeah, it was great. Was cool. for, for, for a lot of people, it, you know, it did work, you know. But we didn't pick that though. Yeah, yeah, so we, they, yeah, they, we didn't yeah, we didn't pick. They they came out. We were like, okay, we're gonna yeah. put this on. Okay, and then when we put it on, I said, it looks pretty cool. All right, that's cool. <laughs> this, time, this time around, we're we're more in control. Right. But the challenging the challenging thing is is not to come off as a 
a, a group of grandpas. Right, right. But then I try to come off as a bunch of young teenagers, teenagers either. Right, right, right. So there's that fine line of you gotta you gotta be yeah. cut, you know clean cut enough, but then have a little bit of swag as well. So GQ meets the hood. <laughs> hey, you know what? If, if I think if you look confident when you wear it, that's what matters, no matter what you wear. There you go. And there I, you go. I mean, and it's not just being in a musical group where you don't know what to wear anymore. I, as a forty-three-year-old woman, I'm like, where do I shop now? I don't right. want to wear old lady dresses. Like, I'm not ready. Right. You're right. 100% correct. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely right. No doubt. That's awesome. But if you feel youthful and you, you know you're rocking what you wear, I think that's what matters. Exactly. Yeah, I, I think I think the the youth. I mean, for me, I'm the oldest of the group, but I've always maintained a, a young spirit. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, my my body's not agreeing with me, but <laughs> you know, but, but internally, I mean, my heart and soul. You know, I still feel the same way as back when I was, you know, a, a kid. You know, a young right. man. Right. So I think that that attitude has has helped me. You know, in my lifetime. Um, one one of the things that I, I wanted to, to mention was that during the course of our hiatus, we always did stay in contact. Like, of course, you know, we're family. Larry's not, you know, blood related, but he's our adopted brother, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. we still attended, you know, family weddings together, birthdays, bar mitzvahs, unfortunately, funerals. Right. You know, we've always kept that bond. And in between there, we always managed to, you know, slide in a rehearsal. You know, I'm always writing something. I'm like, look, I came up with these lyrics, right? What do you think? And he'll come up with a melody. And the next time we get together, we'll put a song together. And those songs just went into an archive. Right. Mm. And now I just recently retired from my from my nine to five, uh, the end of June. I'm I'm sorry, the end of July. Congratulations. Thank you so much. So as soon as my my time freed up, it was like. Okay, fellas, let's go in the studio. They yeah. both have recording studios at the house. So we went and started cutting demos and say, okay, well, these are the list of songs that we want to do. Let's get another project going. And here we are. Oh, you know? Wow. <laughs> Isn't it so nice that you can be in complete control and record your own stuff now? Absolutely. You can't can't you can't really put a price on on, on that uh sort of creative license, you know, uh, that, that that control. Um yeah. it, it's really been a whole new experience for us to be able to take some, you know, some of the songs that we're actually doing on this project were songs that we wrote many, many years, years ago, ago, uh and actually submitted to the labels and they turned them down, you know. But when um, you yeah, hear them, you know, you're gonna be uh, single in fact it was written that roberto and i wrote that back in 96 believe it or not yeah and and, and it's gonna it's gonna be our first single out in december so you know i don't think many people will believe it but we've always tried to lean towards you know lyrics that would be relatable and timeless and yes. melodies that would be timeless so uh most people won't even believe that it was written that long ago but when they hear the was. track yeah, yeah they're gonna be like wow okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's the thing about lyric and melody is that I think you can take a lyric and melody from any era, any decade, and make it current. I mean, look what you did true. with Sukiyaki, right? Yes, true, 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 very true, true, true. true. So You're it really right. doesn't matter when you originally wrote the song; if it's a good song, it's going to stand the test of time hey, anyway. Amen. That's true. Amen. That is true. Yeah. Right about that. <laughs> You're preaching, girl. Very You're good. preaching. Very good. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I don't know what's come over me. I'm just like. 
Oh, I'm so inspired. <laughs> yeah. Not, no, not, not, not to turn the tables, but really quick, if you wouldn't mind telling us your experience with music and your love for music of the 90s and how you got to be a podcaster covering 90s artists. That's yeah, nice that's of you to ask. <laughs> no, it's amazing in itself. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's the music that came out, especially in the early 90s. Um, I was 12, 13 years old, so I was very impressionable. I listened religiously to everything that was being played and came out and uh, during that time new jack swing i was a big fan of i was like you know i was, I was loving watching arsenio hall all the time yeah. Yeah. oh well, yeah great show, great show. It, I, I just kind of embraced it all and it kind of created me um musically as who i wanted to be eventually oh. i ended up making my own music okay, had a okay. band for 15 years and uh, when uh. that wrapped up i said to myself i was like what do i want what do i want to do i would love to start a show like this and talk about some of the songs and, and the musicians that influenced me back mm. in the day. So that's how this ended up being. Wow, ain't that wow. wow, that's amazing. What a great story. That is amazing. Thank Fantastic. you. Fantastic. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and now here we are. I was telling I was telling the fellas that this time around, in this effort, everything is happening just so yeah. automatically and not not so much easy. But it's kind of like if we talk about something and say, okay, we need to do this and we put it out in the universe next to, you know, right. that resource shows up, that connection shows up. That somebody goal, says, hey, goal. I know. Yeah, I know somebody. Right. Let me introduce you. And everything's just been falling into place, like as if the time that we've taken off has finally put us in a place where it's time for us to do this. Because, you know, we've thought about it for years. Right. And we've also had, you know, friends and family. When are you guys going to put out some new music? <laughs> you know, but bills, you got mortgages, you got car payments, you got kids that are always, hey, I need money for my cell phone. I need money for kids my rent. Kids in college. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. All of that stuff kind of prevented, yeah. us, prevented us from actually, you know, getting in the lab and putting all the time in. Mm -hmm. But now, finally, we have the time. Right. We have the, the right energy, I believe. Right. Resources. Yeah. And we have this archive of a multitude of songs. I think we probably each have, you know, yeah. between 50 and 100 songs apiece that have just, they could be just verses, titles of songs. We right. just took everything that was as close to a song as possible and said, okay, this needs new lyric. This melody needs to be changed here. Right. We also have one of the first four songs that we did. It's two songs that I wrote, and we took the verses from one song, and we took the hook from another song and made a totally complete <laughs> new That's one. That's right. You know what I mean? Yes. So it's it's kind of like it's just falling into place, and we're so excited, and we can't wait for the world to hear it. And we're glad you're actually our first interview uh, under this new project. Oh, good. I'm yeah. so happy to share this with everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. Appreciate you. You're doing yeah. this for us, too. Yeah. No problem. Is there any kind of technology, especially back then when the Internet was new back in the 90s? And did you did you guys embrace the Internet when it came came out or was it kind of like, oh, I don't know about this? Yeah, that's well, when it first when it first came out, you know, I went and paid money for a computer, but I tried to get on the Internet and it was when the when you hit the, right, the right. start button, 
Yeah, that's 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 how far that's how far that's back. Funny. But it, it it was crazy. I think the the technology that I latched on to was like I said in Japan, we got introduced to the mini disc players mm. and different types of portable DAT uh, recorders. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I purchased uh, one of the first digital workstations made by Yamaha. Right. You oh, know, cool. everything, yeah, everything on it was in Japanese. So I had to figure out how to, you know, work it, you know, just by pressing the buttons and all that stuff. But yeah, all that, anything that had to no do- No English with, instructions. Yeah, <laughs> be, yeah, being able to record the voice, do tracks and, and, and pre-demo our, our songs. Right. I got real attached to to that kind of stuff. Wow. Yeah. So you did embrace it right off the bat. Yeah. I think all that exposure in Japan really helped you. You probably ahead of the curve from, from people back here still hadn't in seen some, this stuff. Case, yeah. yeah, especially yeah. with the gadgets. I, I the think gadgets, we, yeah. we surprised some people with some stuff that we came home with. And- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. I want to make sure to, do you have some social media, um, obviously on, on your shirt? I can tag yeah. you in all of those. Yeah. Your Facebook, your Twitter, everything. Good. Yep. Yeah, they, they should all be up and running. We're 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 right in in at the start of really starting to upload content. So we just uh, negotiated the deal with our, like I said, our marketing team and all that. So uh, because we're releasing in December, I'm I'm thinking probably real soon within the mid 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 November, November we'll start having all the platforms yeah. loaded with photos, video yeah. clips. Stuff we have. Good. Over the years, another technology that I latched on to really quick was was video. So I had video of performances that we did in Japan where we were, you know, much much thinner and (laughs) younger and we actually had hair on our heads. We had hair on our heads. Don't worry, the Lay's potato chips haven't changed you guys. You look great. (laughs) But yeah, so we we have uh, all this content have flyers from almost all the shows that we ever uh, were performing at. We have the actual tickets to get into the dinner shows that we did. Uh, All that stuff. And I have uh, have three trunks that stack. And the top trunk had all cassettes of (laughs) demos that we recorded. The second trunk had uh, a high-eight videotape cassettes. Oh, no way. Yeah. And the bottom, yeah, and the yeah. bottom one was all VHS tapes of right. stuff that we've done. Yeah. And then a slew of photos and yeah. magazine clippings, this and that. So all that stuff we had digitally, digitally, right. I'm sorry, uh, enhanced right. to, to as close to 4K as possible. Right. And yes. all of that stuff is going to come in as a kind of a history because the U.S. audience especially never got to see us on stages and and in that in that format you know it was overseas that really got to see us live on stage yeah Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that you did sorry Larry especially with a band I mean we in Japan we we perform with bands all the time yes we're here in the U.S. I mean we went out on tour with Kim Mm -hmm. Waters who was our band director at the time. So we did do a, a little bit of the band stuff, but not as much as we did overseas. Yeah. So, yeah. so we got some clippings that people are going to be very interested. Like, wow, look at that. It's, it's <laughs> always nice to a real band. 
always next week. Always. Because I know sometimes you have to go on like appearances, these TV appearances and whatnot, and you're play you're singing to a backing track or yeah. some some of the shows back in the day made people lip sync, right? Yes, yeah, yes, yes. We we, we did we did most of ours a cappella. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Our tape, our tapes would break in the middle of shows, and we would just have to continue acapella. <laughs> yeah, and that's how you know you can do it. Yeah. Knows they're real. Exactly. <laughs> Are there any collaborations you'd like to make? Wow! Oh, that's wow! A question. Wow. That a so question. many, so many. Um, like I said, we 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 write our own songs. You know, the first two albums. They just push writers for us ahead, right. you know. And unfortunately, whatever record sales happen, everybody got paid, and we're kind of like, "Hey, man, if you would have let us, right. <laughs> you know, do our own songs, we could have seen some money too." Um, but I always admired the the songwriter, musician, the baby faces, the John Legends, right. you know, people that can actually sit down, play an instrument, and right. sing that yeah. that composition. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. I never got the instrument down packed, but right. you know, you give me some music and a yeah. pen and, and a pad of paper and yeah. I'm, I'll go to town. Yeah. Nice. So, I mean, he mentioned too, I mean, it would be nice to be able to collaborate with a John Legend, with a Babyface, with an Alicia, Alicia Keys yeah. and that's cheering. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, there's, there's a number of people that, that uh, if, if they would have us, you know what I mean? We definitely would love to, to do that. Oh, that'd be gorgeous just to have. <laughs> Yeah. The opportunity or having a, the opportunity to sing some beautiful acapella or beautiful harmonies yeah. on one of their tracks, you know? Yeah. Oh, that would be yeah. awesome. That would yeah. be awesome. Sure would. So who who can you hook us up with? <laughs> <laughs> I'm far from being the hookup. I tell you, not yet. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you an interesting uh, memory that we had. Uh, like Ray mentioned, when we were on tour promoting and doing our, our shows, we met a, a lot of celebrities. Mm -hmm. And uh, we shared the stages with, with a lot of them, but we got to personally interact outside of the, you know, concert venues or radio stations. Yeah. We were in, uh, in uh, what, what's the, I'm sorry, what's the name of the, the amusement park in California? Um, Six Flags? Oh, Knott's Berry Farm? It, it was one of the amusement yeah, parks. It was in one Los of the, Angeles. In, in, in LA. Yeah. It was it wasn't Disney. It was some magic something, whatever. I'm not sure. But anyway, okay. we're there. We're on the lines, getting ready to get on a roller coaster. And lo and behold, behind us, it's the four members of, of All for One. Nice. <laughs> so, you know, we've done performances together you know right. we perform with them in seattle and in portland oregon here we are in la and we're just hanging out on a day off and what was interesting was that everybody else on the line was is that is that all for one is that 4 p.m this and that and what we did to to all those people online is that they sang sukiyaki and we sang so in love <laughs> <laughs> So we, they're right. looking at us, but they were confused. They were like, wait a minute. Right, 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 right. <laughs> That's not your soul. That's supposed to be the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that makes it you, fun you, for everybody. You've been friends with, uh, with them all these years. In fact, Delius is the one that, the lead, uh, one of the lead singers for them is the one that we've sort of kept in contact with more. Yeah, I stay in touch with him yeah. regularly. So. Yeah. Oh, legends. <laughs> you guys are all <laughs> legends. 
thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, I'm grateful for our time today. You've been one of my favorite interviews. You, you're so lovely. So thank you. Thanks thank for having you. us. Thank you. Really thank appreciate you. it. Really appreciate thank it. You. And we hope to do it again, you know, down the road when, when, once we release some music. And, oh, and, I'd be happy to have you back. We, yeah. we get the new album a little bit out there and more established. We'd love to definitely uh, talk to you again. I'd like to see what you think about the songs. We want to hear what, yeah. your, what your input is on. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I'd be down for that. Before, yeah. before we wrap it up, I always like to ask people, too, about what kind of foods or fashion trends uh, toys, anything of that line would make you nostalgic for the 90s? Oh, mm. wow. Food, fashion Ooh, trends. Fashion trends. Uh, it's, you know, just recently I went on <laughs> just a story that kind of takes us back. I went on a vacation, my wife and I, we just took a, a weekend away, kind of a retreat to get away from the house and the kids and all that stuff. And mm. The, the resort had a had, had an arcade and all the games were set for free. Like you just hit the button and they had Pac-Man and Galaxian and, <laughs> and all these games. And I was like, it was like a kid at a candy store. Nice. <laughs> there you go. Because those are some of my favorite games, Pac-Man, Galaxian and all that. So just the, the whole Atari phase, the whole... You remember the little football game that used to have to dodge the lines? And, and I don't know if you remember that. You remember that? Yeah, I remember those. <laughs> but they, they were like some of the first little digital handheld games that ever came out. I mean, all okay, it was. I remember that. Yeah. These little digital dots that you just kind of, that was the, that, that was you. And you had to dodge the other ones and get, and, and run a touchdown. You know, I think that, that, that those were things that, that I kind of, I guess, just have a memory of, of being really a lot, real fun. And mm -hmm. I wish they would bring them back. Members only jackets. <laughs> Remember the members only jackets? <laughs> yes. Well, that's a good one. Yeah. These are the members only yeah. jackets. <laughs> I think I would like I would like some of the old fashion from back in our, you know, I think my 30s. Okay. And, and, and that era, that era, we lived in New York. Yeah. And in New York, there was a time where everybody worked the nine to five. On Friday, people would go get a fresh haircut, go to the men's shop, and buy a new outfit from head to toe: shoes, mm -hmm. socks, slacks, belt, even the even the coat. And they would meet at a local park <laughs> we called Arthur Park in uh no Pole Park. I'm sorry, yeah, Pole Park. And everybody's all dressed up to the to the nines, hanging out and and deciding. Okay, there's a party at this club. There's a party over here. This mm -hmm. and that. Where are we gonna go? Okay, we're going to hit this one first, then we'll go to that one. Yeah. Everybody can get into a cab, shoot downtown, and party till 6 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. But the fact is that everybody was clean, clean. And crispy. Yeah. When we went to, we, uh, Larry and I went to New York to shop for the photo shoot. I went to all my old stomping grounds to where I knew they had the men's stores with the highest fashions. There was not one wow. left. Not one right. left. Yeah. It was, it was, actually, not, it was heartbreaking. It was, oh. you know, yeah. where you can go get those unique European shoes, yeah. and slacks, and yeah. everything was just, oh. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, was, yeah. it, it was terrible. Yeah. We're it coming was, to Canada. We're coming to Canada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I live in a city that has like one of the biggest malls in the world. So we'll hook oh. you up. Okay. Hey. It's what, got what, good shopping. Actually, what, what part of Canada are you from? I'm in Western Canada, and I live in a city called Edmonton. Okay. Hey, okay. All right. We definitely heard of it. 
Yeah. Oh, sweet. We, we, we did we did uh Toronto. We did uh okay. we did Quebec. We Montreal. we we did we did Montreal and we did Saskatoon. Saskatchewan. Saskatoon. Yeah, we call it Saskatoon. Yeah, <laughs> that was a that was a hilarious experience it as sure well. Was. It sure was. Yeah, I think one of the weirdest experiences I had is is we came out of the club. It was a late night show. We came out and it was bright as noon day outside. Oh, it was like. It and, like and, it was and, 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 and we were all just shocked. Like, what's going on? <laughs> so we went to the hotel and we couldn't sleep because there was so much sunlight coming in. But they did have curtains to sort of darken the room. Yeah. But it was it was so bright out that we ended up, I think, going out to breakfast at two a.m., three a.m. We it stood out. Yeah. Just we, a very, we very, very crazy experience. I don't think we've ever yeah. had that happen to us before. Yeah. You know. So. Oh yeah, it's fun in the summer, like mid or yeah. yeah obviously, at the end of June, the longest day of the year. Uh, it doesn't get dark till probably 11, 11.30 p.m. And then, well, where I am in Edmonton. And Edmonton's one of the more northern cities. Okay, yeah. So 11, 11.30 p.m. And then the sun starts coming up around 3.30, 4 a.m. That's crazy. Wow. Wow. That's so yeah. wild. So do people actually stay up and are they running at that <laughs> to 11 p.m.? Or, or well, I am a night owl, so I do. But uh, most people, they've got the blackout curtains, I'm they sure. Got <laughs> Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, I thank you so much, guys. You were amazing. I appreciate you. you. So much fun. Thanks for thanks, thanks, thanks for, for making this so so cool for us and and, and thank you and uh and, and joyous. I just I... Marcel, where are you going with that disc? You are not putting that on again, Marcel. Okay, if you press that button, you are in very very big trouble. I don't know it's where to go Unless you follow us on Twitter at Nostalgia Dope, Instagram at Dope underscore Nostalgia. Visit our website at www.dopenostalgia.com or pick up the phone and call us at 780-851-8785 and cut it out. This podcast is licensed by SoCan because we believe that artists should be paid for their work.